Good evening. Woo, baby. This is really happening. Welcome to Rock and Roll Love Letters, show number 45, we think, folks. Sal Baglio here with Captain Pete Hudson. <laughs> As always. You know, he wasn't always Captain Pete Hudson. You know, you know how he became Captain Pete? He mans the mothership. Captain Pete Hudson, as always, manning the mothership and keeping all the elves in line here at Wave Radio Boston. And we know there are plenty of elves. You know, John Anthony is one of them. Hi, John. Anyway, uh, tonight we're going to be celebrating records we got under the Christmas tree, concerts attended in December's past, and we're going to salute some of the artists that we've lost recently. And we're going to do all of that very loud and uh, with joy. So light a fire, pour a libation, tune in, turn on, and turn it up because it's December. Five, four, three, two, one.
running out. Keep my lip button down. Carry this baggage out. Always running that someone's bleeding ill. Started the set out uh, with a song by uh, Shane McGowan and the Pogues. Um, Shane passed away uh, November 30th. We started out with If I Should Fall from Grace with God. Great song by the Pogues. We're going to do more later on today, uh, tonight. Uh, Whiskey in the Jar. Kind of an interesting follow-up to the Pogues tune uh, by Thin Lizzy, another Irishman, Phil Lennart. Uh, he passed away uh, January 4th, 1986. Wow, that's a long time ago. I saw Thin Lizzy twice live. 
Amazing. Uh, one time they headlined the Orpheum, and Graham Parker and the Rumor were the opening act. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. What a great show that was. And the second time I saw them, they were opening for Queen at the Boston Garden. Yeah, man. Phil Linnart, Thin Lizzy, great, great band. Uh, that was followed by Do You Want to Dance by the Beach Boys. That's Dennis Wilson singing. And Dennis's birthday was uh, December 4th. Yeah, he was born December 4th, 1944. He passed away December 28th, 1983. Uh, Dennis was an interesting character, man. Um, I met him. I, we, we, my band opened for the Beach Boys a bunch of times. If you really want to know Dennis Wilson's music beyond the Beach Boys, uh, pick up a copy of Pacific Ocean Blue. It's really a great solo record. And he's a great drummer, too. You know, even though he wasn't on many of those records, the Beach Boys records, but live, he was amazing. And uh, we ended with The Who, Bellboy from Quadrophenia. Amazing. And I saw that tour at the old Boston Garden on December 3rd, 1973. I was 16. <laughs> So, uh, so, you know, listen, this next set is going to feature songs from concerts that I attended in the month of December in the years 1969 and 1971. Are you ready? Let's go. Ain't never gonna love you any better, babe And they'll never 
Com. Radio Boston. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day, so satisfied I'm on my way. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day, so satisfied I'm on my way. She hasn't got time to make you wise. 
Fountain, Leslie West, Felix Papalardi. Oh, man. Flowers of Evil. I think I got that record in 1971. We'll talk about that later, but I definitely was at the Orpheum Theater. It might have been called the Aquarius at that time. For a short time in the 70s, they changed the name of that theater for some reason. Um, but anyway, on uh, December 28th, 1971, me and my friends went to see Mountain. They did a two-night stand, uh, the 27th and 28th. We went the second night. Whew, just amazing. Uh, before that was I've Seen All Good People by Yes, uh, preceded by Four Day Creep by Humble Pie. Now, I saw both those bands separately and one time together. See, back in those days, you could have bands that different play on a concert stage, and everybody loved it. And that was December 14th. 1971 at the Orpheum Theater. There was, was a third band on the bill called Glass Harp. They opened. Yes was second. They were incredible. And Humble Pie was uh, headlined that night. <laughs> Just amazing, man. Whew. I was 14. Um, before that was the first concert I ever attended in 1969, December 11th, 1969. My big brother took me to see Janis Joplin at the Music Hall in Boston. Um, during the show, she, uh, she said, I'm going to bring a friend of mine up. He's playing at the Boston Tea Party. He's from Texas. He's a good friend of mine, Johnny Winter. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then years later... Uh, I was working with Tom Hambridge, and um, I got to be on a record with jo with Johnny Winter, and we toured with Johnny Winter, and uh, I remember talking to his uh, road manager about that show, and um, he's like, I remember that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can you? Anyway, I was 12, and... Uh, just for anyone listening out there, it blew my 12-year-old head apart, man, as you can imagine. So that year, what happened is we tried to get tickets for the Rolling Stones. They came in November to the Boston Garden. And the, and the way to get tickets back then for that show, you had to like send in an envelope with your money, and maybe you got picked out to get a ticket. It was just a strange thing, and I didn't get it. And so my brother was home on leave uh, in December, and he, he scored tickets to the Janis Joplin show and, and uh, took me with him. Whew, man. So <laughs> what was the first concert you went to, Pete? My... It was Kiss. No, no. Yeah, it wasn't Kiss. <laughs> Captain Pete is uh, in the other room right now. I'm just waiting for him to come in. <laughs> That's okay. Pete's going to tell you in a minute. But uh, in the meantime, while Pete's getting ready over there, he's thinking. He's thinking. Yes. Uh, 
There he is. What was your first? Yes? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. My first concert was not Yes. My first concert, uh, not, not super uh, cred, uh, but it was uh, Huey Lewis and the News. That was yeah, my man. first concert. But I, did, I do have a December concert. Tell me. That please. is Kiss. Wow. Kiss Crazy Nights Tour, December 12th, 1987. See, we remember <clears throat> these things because they're, they're very important mm-hmm. to any, any rock and roll addict. You know, anybody who's in love with this thing. Absolutely. Right? You know, you remember those dates. Um, and if you don't remember the specific date, you remember when it was. It was winter. You exactly. Know? That's how I remembered it. It was freezing cold. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Great times. Great. Absolutely. Pete, um, do you remember getting records for Christmas at all? 100%. Okay, tell me some, some of the ones that come to your mind. So the first, uh, the first music I ever remember getting, um, I got two. I got, a, I got a, tape, a tape recorder, you know, a tape, you know, a little uh, realistic from uh, Radio Shack, tape recorder for one Christmas. And Jeez, my, me too. My Nana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did. Yeah? yeah? From Radio Shack? Radio Shack, Realistic, it was a yeah. multi-track tape ah, recorder. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, my nana, uh, my who was my great grandmother, uh, gave me two tapes. Uh, one at her, uh, you always had to have presents at Nana's house. Yes, and, but she brought presents with her as well. Uh, so I, <laughs> I got Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, wow. and Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. I love rock and roll. What a what a different yes. <laughs> that's quite yes. a variety of sound. I think, I think one my mother ha- might have told her what I wanted, and the other one she picked out on her own. I think maybe. So that was Kenny. I think she picked yes. out on her own. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the Gambler was a good tune, and Kenny. You know, Kenny had a, quite a storied career. Man. He knew He's, how to write a pop tune, man. Yeah, and uh, you know. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. That was the '60s. Yes. Yeah, man. Um, so the, the for Joan Jett, which one? Joan Jett, Joan Jett, and uh, and the Gambler were the first ones. But probably probably the the best Christmas present one I remember as a child uh, was I think it was '86 or '87. I got Talk Is Cheap, Keith Richards. Oh, and that is just such a fantastic, still an Great amazing record. album. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you out there? What records did you get for Christmas that you that, that that are forever linked to that period of time? You can call us at 617-829-9283 or text if you're that kind of person. 617-764-9283. Call 617-829-9283 or text us. Six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. What are the records you got for Christmas? Here are some of the records I got, and this is just <laughs> man. I got a lot of a lot of records at Christmas time, and uh, these are just the ones from sixty five to sixty eight. Dig them. <laughs> Thank you. 
you people. On dope?
Cause she never saw ya Scratch my back we got for Christmas 
we're going to do a we'll do a segment next week too on that. But uh, so we started out in 1965. I got Rubber Soul. <laughs> I believe it was it might have been released in November. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. But I know I got it for Christmas '65. I might have got December's Children by the Stones that year, too. But, you know, I don't have a clear memory of that. But uh, I do have a clear memory of getting Rubber Soul. 1965, Under the Christmas Tree, baby. 1966, Christmas, I got Paul Revere and the Raiders, Spirit of 67 was the name of the record. We heard Good Thing from that. Yeah. Uh, Right. 1966, the record was called Spirit of 67. But in 1967, I woke up and found Magical Mystery Tour under the tree by the Beatles. Yes, sir. And we heard the title track from that. And then we get to 1968. That was a heavy Christmas. I got Beggar's Banquet by the Stones. Come on. maybe That's definitely one of their top greatest records ever. Uh, Stray Cat Blues, we played from that record. That record, <laughs> I I, it tore my head off, man. I was 11. Uh, uh, I got Beggar's Banquet and the White Album that year. I don't know about you, but that's pretty heavy. You know what I mean? And you know what? The, the greatest thing was that it, it, after Christmas, you had Christmas Vacation. Right, so all I did all day and all night long was listen to the records that I got for for uh, Christmas. It was just amazing, and the White Album. Okay, see, in those days, right, you didn't play one track. You put the record on and you listened to the whole thing, and it was the whole experience that was just mind blowing. The White Album and Beggar's Banquet, December of '68. Under Little Sal's tree. <laughs> Next week we'll do 69 through, I don't know, 70-something. Um, were there any other gifts, Pete, that were special to you besides music, besides records? That uh, I'm sure there were every year. Um, the only one I remember was this weird robot tank thing that you could program and it went back and forth and it cost a lot of money and I was probably bored with it by like the second or third day. <laughs> well, that happens. Oh, it was awful. I remember fe- feeling bad about being bored by it, you know, but yeah. I remember, what are you going to do? You know, I don't even know what this thing was called when I was really little. I got this thing. You, you, you heat up this crazy goop. And then you put it inside these shaped things and you made like bugs and monsters and stuff. I forget the name of that thing. That was when I was really young. But later on, the important things were the records were my favorite. Uh, I got a a reel-to-reel sound-on-sound tape recorder, a Radio Shack thing, and uh, learned how to, uh, you know, Double track, and then my brother taught me how to bounce and get four tracks out of that rec- out of that thing, and uh, I started to make up songs and and uh, and use that. And then you know I got my electric guitar. Of course, the first year I got the electric guitar for Christmas was just whew, man, 
it was just amazing. I think there's a song about that. Yeah, there is. There is. I'll, I'll <laughs> Thank you. It's called All I Want for Christmas is a Rock and Roll Guitar. We'll get to that pretty soon. Uh, maybe next week or the week after for sure. Yeah. And, and it's a true story. It's a true story. Okay. Let's, um, let's salute some of the artists that we lost recently. But not to be sad, okay? This is more to rejoice. What do you say? Let's do it.
two.
And all over. <laughs> Chad Allen. Chad Allen and the Guess Who. What became the Guess Who? Uh, Chad Allen uh, passed away November 21st this year. That was Chad Allen. Really, what that was was Chad Allen and the expression, which became the Guess Who. That's Burton Cummings singing. But that was Chad Allen's band. Uh, and he just passed away November 21st. Uh, before Chad and the Guess Who singing Shaking All Over was Go Now. Everybody knows that by the Moody Blues. And that, of course, was Denny Lane, who uh, passed away December 5th. Yeah, Moody Blues Wings. You know, he co-wrote Mull of Kintyre. What a great <laughs> tune that is, man. Uh, he was with Wings, you know, Band on the Run, and uh, I think maybe before that as well. Um, Denny Lane, probably most well-known, uh, most known for singing Go Now by the Moody Blues. Um, before that was The Dictators with uh, Who Will Save Rock and Roll, which featured Scott, Top Ten Kempner on guitar. And uh, he passed away November 29th. Yeah, man. That's a great tune. And uh, uh, Haunted by the Pogues. So that song is from the Sid and Nancy soundtrack, uh, if you remember that movie. Uh, that particular version is, uh, features Kate O'Reardon singing uh, a Shane McGowan song, uh, Haunted, probably one of my favorite songs of all time let alone favorite Pogues tune. Uh, and, of course, Shane uh, passed away on November 30th. 
Yes, indeed. You know, and uh, maybe next week I'll do a thing. You know, John Lennon, of course, is uh, we're coming up on his, the anniversary of his passing, uh, 12, uh, 8, December 8th, 1980. Yowza. Uh, maybe next week I'll, I'll do a set of John Lennon um, uh, to salute him. You know, that night, see, this is a strange story. You know, we... we we ended with Chad Allen, guess who? That night, uh, December 8th, 1980, I was at Jonathan Swift's, a club in Cambridge, Harvard Square. And there was a band called the Guess Who playing, but it was <laughs> it was none of the original members of that band. Um, they were playing a show there, and we were all down there drinking and carrying on. And then somebody said, uh, John Lennon got shot. So... Uh, I went outside to a payphone because this is 1980, folks. There was no such thing as a uh, cell phone. And uh, I called BCN. I called Oedipus. He was uh, doing a show, and I said, is it true? And he said, yeah, it's true. I said, can I come up? I need to be somewhere where the music is, you know. I need to be somewhere. And he says, come on up. And uh, I went up to BCN and hung out that night. It was uh, quite a night. So anyway, we're going to salute. We'll salute John Lennon next week, okay? Uh, and we just uh, celebrated. We'll celebrate. Celebrate and salute these great artists that have um, uh, inspired us. And <laughs> I think that's their ghost. So, uh, all right, so Frank Zappa was born December 21st, 1940, and he passed away on December 4th, 1993. So watch out where the Huskies go, and don't you eat that yellow snow. Eskimo Frozen wind began to blow Under my boots and around my toes Frost that bit the ground below Degrees below zero. And my mama cried. And my mama cried. Don't be a naughty Eskimo. Save your money, don't go to the show. Oh, oh, well I turned around and I said, oh, 
a tear in her eye. Watch out where the huskies go, don't you eat that yellow snow. Watch out where the huskies go, don't you eat that yellow snow.
hopefully Christmas will find you where you want to be. Maybe this Christmas I'll remember what it meant to me. Maybe this Christmas Maybe this Christmas Maybe this Christmas Maybe this Christmas Maybe next Christmas Place you know at all to go. The doors are closed. 
background is fall breaks and back to winter. Did you know that was the Beach Boys in the background? That's no surfing music right there. All right, we started out with Frank Zappa with Don't Eat the Yellow Snow from Apostrophe. There's not one second on that record that is uh, not good. It's just an amazing record. Uh, that was followed by Because It's December, because that's what this whole set is about. The whole name of this set is Because It's December. We started out with Don't Eat That Yellow Snow, and then Because It's December by Bird Mancini. Billy Carl Mancini and Ruby Bird, one of their best. I love all their stuff. That song there is just amazing. Uh, right after that was the winter song by Angel. You remember that? Pete remembers that. Uh, Punky Meadows. And the, guy, the, the lead singer, Frank Domino, was from Revere. Go figure. Uh, he made his way out to California and joined uh, Angel. That was uh, from 1978, the winter song. Uh, followed by the great Gypsy Mott's. We love them here at Wave Radio Boston, and uh, they're good guys. We had them up here in the summer. Um, maybe this Christmas. Yeah. And then the Amplifier Heads, you know who that is, right? That's me and my band. The House of Young Dolls, which takes place in wintertime. The snow was full of needles and piss. Yes, indeed. All right, so, wow, it's already that time. Captain Pete, what the hell? How does time go by so quickly? That's the question. How does time go by so quickly? Pete's going to think about that and come back with an answer next week here on Rock and Roll Love Letters on Wave Radio Boston. So, yeah, the last set of the night, you know exactly what time of year it is. You know, I've been going easy with the Christmas music. Uh, December 20th is going to be all Christmas music, rock and roll, things you think you know that you don't know. And uh, we're going to have a ball on the 20th, but uh, we'll be back next week as well. But right now, we're just going to give you a little, little piece, a little kiss of Christmas. Are you ready? Say yeah.
Dreams of amplifier heads Hoping old Saint Nick knows where to go Oh, oh Snow is falling on the ground Listen close and hear the sound A blitzing, shaking sleigh bells in the snow Oh, oh It's a peppermint Christmas And it's gonna be a peppermint Christmas Run, run, reindeer, it's a gas Sliding down that chimney fast It's gonna be a peppermint Christmas Oh, what's inside this bag of tricks?
fairy tale of New York, the Pogues, with Christy McCall. Yes, sir. You know why. Shane McGowan. That song will go on forever. Uh, preceded by I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day by The Great Cheap Trick. It's a Peppermint Christmas by The Peppermint Kicks. You know those guys. Uh, coal in My Fishnet Stocking. <laughs> Palmyra Delran. We love Palmyra. And we started out with Everybody Christmas Time by Tralala. Yeah, baby. Listen, stay tuned. Right, coming up next, uh, the fallout with Corbin and Scout. You keep it right here, Wave Radio Boston. Tomorrow night, Captain Pete, Mr. Pete Hudson, the first wave, John Anthony. Will Becca be here? Becca, too. They have uh, an EP release party with River Sang Wild. And the monthly segment, the 411 with the collective cannabis discussion. You know what I'm talking about with that thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't smoked pot in decades, but I know how to make believe. Anyway, uh, yeah. You want to talk about that at all? What that's going to be like? Yeah, we're just going to be uh, talking with uh, Collective Cannabis, a local dispensary. Uh, so if you get any cannabis-related questions that you always want to ask, but you were afraid uh, that people would make fun of you, send emails to 411 at waveradioboston.com, and we'll get the guys to answer it for you. We are, already got a bunch of questions lined up, but happy to have, to have some more. And I am not afraid to ask even the silliest question. And that's tomorrow at 8 p.m. 8 o'clock p.m. Yes, sir. Great. Man, I'm heading to Buffalo this weekend to do a show at uh, Tom Hambridge and the Rattlesnakes. Uh, my good friend Tom Hambridge, Dave Fox on drums, Jimmy Scoper on the other guitar, and uh, Sven Larson on bass. We're going to have a ball up there at the Sportsman's Tavern in Buffalo. Uh, if you're up that way, come on out. Uh Thank you always to Captain Pete Hudson for not only manning the mothership, as always, but for inviting me to be part of the Wave Radio Boston family. Thank you all for listening. Join us next week, same time, same station, Wave Radio Boston. This is Sal Baglio, and this has been my rock and roll love letter to you.